0: Welcome and thanks for joining Deacon Ryan, the people's platform and community where like-minded people come together to gather, pray and above all, share our love for both God and one another. That's here with Deacon Ryan. Let's pray. The Lord be with you and with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Glory to the Lord. While people were listening to Jesus speak, he proceeded to tell a parable because he was near Jerusalem, and they thought that the kingdom of God would appear there immediately. So he said, "A nobleman went off to a distant country to obtain the kingship for himself, and then to return. He called ten of his servants." and gave them ten gold coins, and told them, "'Engage in trade with these until I return.' His fellow citizens, however, despised him, and sent a delegation after him to announce, "'We do not want this man to be our king.' But when he returned after obtaining the kingship, he had the servants called to whom he had given the money to learn what they had gained by trading." The first came forward and said, Sir, your gold coin has earned ten additional ones. He replied, Well done, good servant. You have been faithful in this very small matter. Take charge of ten cities. Then the second came and reported, Your gold coin, sir, has earned five more. And to this servant, too, he said, You take charge of five cities. Then the other servant came and said, "'Sir, here is your gold coin. I kept it stored away in a handkerchief, for I was afraid of you, because you are a demanding man. You take up what you do not lay down, and you harvest what you did not plant.' He said to him, "'With your own words, I shall condemn you, you wicked servant. You knew I was a demanding man.' "'taking up what I did not lay down "'and harvesting what I did not plant. "'Why did you not put my money in a bank? "'Then on my return I would have collected it with interest. "'And to those standing by, he said, "'Take the gold coin from him "'and give it to the servant who has ten. "'But they said to him, "'Sir, he has ten gold coins.' "'He replied, "'I tell you, to everyone who has, more will be given, but from the one who has not, even what he has will be taken away. Now as for those enemies of mine who did not want me as their king, bring them here and slay them before me. After he had said this, he proceeded on his journey up to Jerusalem. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise, Praise you, the Lord Jesus Christ. So my friends, my confession to you today is that I didn't do very good time management. We're kind of in holiday mode here already, and so I certainly didn't spend nearly as much time preparing this homily as I normally do, and so as a backup, I've enlisted Father if for some reason I run out of things to say, he's promised me that he will sing the chorus of Simon and Garfunkel's Cecilia, which I think is very applicable for today, since she is the one whom we celebrate. But I did manage to put a few words together um, for today. And I wanted to start out by making a confession. I'm a feminist. And uh, yes, that's right, I'm a self-professed feminist. And I'm unashamed to say that I am in awe of the feminine genius. And not the... Kind of false version of feminism that's presented in the world today, a feminism that seeks this, I think, unattainable version of equality between the sexes, a version of equality that says that anything a man can do, a woman can do, or anything a woman can do, a man can do, a a version of equality that's led to women saying that they can be men, and men saying they can be women, and men saying that they can get pregnant, and all sorts of other things that we that we hear. I'm a feminist, and yet I still subscribe to the scriptural scriptural direction that says a woman is to subject herself to her husband. A statement that is beautifully Beautifully complemented by the next line that says that a man is to love his wife as Christ loved the church that's the That's the version of equality and feminism that I subscribe to. I'm in awe of the complementarity of the sexes, how each sex has its strengths and weaknesses, and yet when they come together, they are able to participate. In God's creation, they can provide the building blocks for an embodied soul, and yet it's the woman whose entire being is designed to nurture that miracle. I'm in awe of how even women who live out motherhood maybe in different ways, how even women who don't feel any sort of affinity to, to being maternal, even how some women who don't even feel that feminine, how they still have so many diverse ways in which their unique role in salvation history have and continue to be played out. So, as a feminist, my heart was filled with joy and yet sadnesses we heard about that mother in our first reading. She lost all seven of her sons in one day, and yet she had such humility. She said, I do not know how you came into existence in my womb. It was not I who gave you the breath of life, nor was it I who set in order the elements of which each of you is composed She had such faith and hope as she exhorted her sons to martyrdom. She said, Since it is the creator of the universe who shapes each man's beginning, as he brings about the origin of everything, he in his mercy will give you back both breath and life because you now disregard yourselves for the sake of the law. She had such fortitude As her last son was about to be martyred and as the king sought to convince him, sought to convince her hour after hour, when she was given that chance to speak with him, when he was given that chance just to break a small law of God. Something that we struggle with today, just to take a bite of pork, but but back then, so important, that fidelity to God's law. Instead of saying, save yourself, I've just lost six of my children. I want to keep you. Save yourself. Just do this small thing. And she, instead, she said, I beg you, child, to look at the heavens and the earth and see all that is in them then you will know that God did not make them out of existing things. Do not be afraid of this executioner, but be worthy of your brothers and accept death, so that in the time of mercy I may receive you again with them. As a feminist, I celebrate St. Cecilia today as a model of Virtue, a model of chastity. Taking a vow of virginity, despite being subsequently married, she held fast to that vow. At her wedding ceremony, she was singing to God in her heart, and she held fast to that vow, denying her husband, denying him, but at the same time, inviting him to receive baptism telling him that she would love him, but that he needed to be baptized so that he could see the angel who was protecting her. Her fidelity to that oath that she made to God, her promise to love her husband, should he respect that vow and her her influence that led to his baptism, all of these are hallmarks of Christ-centered femininity. They are all hallmarks of the most perfect model of femininity, that which we saw in Our Lady Mother. And so, my friends, contemporary society's understanding of the very nature of what it is to be a woman is being obfuscated by all sorts of disordered philosophies and ideologies. Even the term to be a feminist is contentious but it really doesn't need to be. It can be very, very simple. Just as what it is to be a woman, despite its complexities, can be very simple. And thanks be to God, as Catholics, we have been given a blueprint that we can go back to over and over and over again. We have an example We have example after example of all of these beautiful women, all of these wonderful saints. And we have the most perfect example of what it is to be a woman in Our Lady. And so today on this eve of Thanksgiving, which I wish you all a happy Thanksgiving. Hope to see some of you tomorrow at 10. But on this eve of Thanksgiving, I want to give thanks today in particular to St. Cecilia, but also to all women that are here present for being living incarnations of half, and I would argue the better half, of God's greatest creation. Thanks once again for taking the time to join Deacon Ryan, the people's platform and community where like-minded people come together to gather, pray, and above all, share our love for both God and one another. That's here with Deacon Ryan.